afternoon and welcome to the boldness on 3CR 855 AM on Wednesday the 16th of August. My name is Raphael the Barologist Caleb. The boldness is about standing up for your human rights instead of waiting for some well-meaning person to give them to you. On today's show, we are talking with Cassie Hames, a programmer from Sage Automation. Welcome to The Boldness, Cassie. Thank you for having me. It is an absolute pleasure. Today, we are talking with you about public transport and accessibility. Now, is it why is public transport important for people with a disability? I'm um, legally blind, so I'm not allowed to drive. Although I, you know, certainly do try and drive uh, or you know request to drive other people's cars. Um, so public transport is you know one of the main ways that like. For me, I, I travel, you know, to get to work or to appointments or to catch up with people. Right. So that's actually very important because public transport, like it's an affordable option for people with a disability. Now, what are some of the problems that people may encounter using public transport if they are vision impaired, Cassie? So um, one of the the challenges is just trying to get onto the right bus. So for me, I actually can't see, um, you know, what bus is coming up, um, you know, so I don't know what bus number it is. And while, um, you know, you can stand at the, the bus stop with your, your cane out, there's no guarantee that that, that bus will pull over. Um, so what I normally do is hold a sign um, to indicate what bus I'd like to catch um, again, that's, that still doesn't mean that the bus driver will pull past. Um, that you know they often still go past. So I also wear a high vis vest um, to try and you know make it as obvious as possible that hey, I'm standing here. I want this bus. Can you please pull over? Um, so you've got the challenge of you know trying to get onto the bus. Um, and then when you're on the bus, you also have the challenge of you know, knowing where are you on your, your bus journey. So like, how do you know where to get off, um, at the stop that you want? Um, and even, you know, trying to find the stop request button, uh, could be a challenge because not all of the poles have that stop request button. So, you know, suddenly you're, you're trying to bus surf, um, as you're, you're trying to, um, find the, the stop request button. 
sounds very, 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 very difficult. It sounds extremely challenging. And it's a situation that most people who are commuters wouldn't face and they wouldn't actually be aware of the challenges that it actually does present. Now, because you're a programmer, Cassie, tell us about what are some of the ways that this could actually be improved? Yeah, so, um, you know, for me, this has been like a a long-term challenge and I've had uh, plenty of time to think about how it could could be solved. And initially, you know, I was thinking, oh, I needed like a bigger sign, you know, maybe if I could um, program it and, you know, then I could just enter the numbers in and whatnot. And I thought, well, that that's not actually going to solve it for, for everyone, you know, that would just solve it for me. So then I started thinking bigger picture of, you know, what if there was a way that we could actually, um, you know, request the bus ahead of time and the bus driver to know that, oh, someone's waiting at the next stop. I need to pull over. And it's the same with the destination to be able to, you know, select a destination of where you want to go and for the bus driver to know that, oh, they need to pull over to let someone off. Oh, look, is that this is such a great idea that you've actually come up, Cassie, about a practical approach that would actually assist a lot of people. I really congratulate you for having the big picture idea. Now, how did this actually come about? Because yeah, let's say if it was an app, for example, they can be very expensive uh, to develop. Were you able to apply for a grant or partner with somebody? How did this come about? Yeah, so last year I entered um, the Holman Prize, uh, which is run by the Lighthouse for the Blind and Visually Impaired, and they award uh, three people uh, who are blind or vision impaired um, to help achieve their big idea. You know, it's all about blind ambition and whatnot. And so I entered um, with my idea for See Me, and luckily for me I was uh, one of the three winners. So, you know, I've spent the last year um, getting to develop my um, application um, and, you know, test on an, on a bus in, in Adelaide, which is exciting. And um, and then just recently um, with Sage, uh, we've been awarded uh, an iMove application grant, uh, impact uh, grant, um, which will continue the, the CME project for another couple of years. Oh, this is fantastic news for everyone. Many, many, many congratulations on being able to fund on the funding, winning the grant to help develop this much, much further. Now, how would this, but with this particular trial or with this app, there is a trial that is actually coming up. Tell us about the trial. What states are involved and how could people get involved? Yep, so um, we'll be trialling in Adelaide um, on the City Loop buses, so the 99A and 99C. Um, dates haven't been confirmed yet, um, but uh, if, if you, you know, on Instagram or Facebook or um, or, or LinkedIn, um, you know, uh, follow See Me Holman Year, and I provide updates on, on how the app's progressing and, and trials. 
Um, we'll also be doing a trial in Brisbane. The, the route hasn't been uh, selected yet. Um, and New South Wales will also be having a trial um, later this year as well. Right. Now, so that people can actually get involved with it. So with the app, to make sure that I understand how this would work, the app would be downloaded to a person's phone, then the people would be able to, to ask when their bus is actually going to come up, what stop? Would they be able to let the driver know which stop they're getting off as well? Yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, so everyone will be able to uh, download the app. It'll be available on both iOS and Android. And um, so in the app, uh, you, you get to see a list of the um, bus stops that are part of the trial. And from there, you can select the bus service that you want, which then provides a list of the destination um, stops. So you can go, okay, I want to get off in four stops time. Uh, if you need assistance, there is a request assistance button. And what this will mean is that the bus driver should then pull in closer to the curb to make it easier for you to get onto the bus. And um, so you get notified on your phone through visual sound and vibration as that bus is uh, leaving the previous stop and approaching your stop. Um, the bus driver is notified because um, on the, the dashboard uh, got some lights installed which indicate whether there's a pick-up or a drop-off um, request. And the same thing happens with the destination as well. So when you're on the bus, you get notified to say, hey, it's, it's just stopped coming off, uh, coming up, get ready to get off the bus. Now, Cassie, when it comes down to getting, let's say, on or more in this case, off the bus, is there a way that can it be difficult if there's, let's say, if there's a lot of commuters around where the door or doors are, is there a way that people can be aware to make sure that people can get off the bus very easily? No, I mean, that's always a, a tricky one, um, trying to navigate uh, around people. Um, it, it's usually just a lot of like, excuse me, sorry, I'm just trying to get through. Um, can, can you please um, yeah, move out the way? Yeah, look, is I've also, I've caught public transport for most of my life. It's the main way that I get around Melbourne. And it can, I found it can be a challenge to get on and off, particularly around peak hour. Now, we're about halfway through an interview with Cassie Hames, a programmer from Sage Automation. We're talking about an app to assist vision-impaired people with public transport. Let's play some community announcements and continue the interview with Cassie. Have you experienced or seen racism against blackfellas? Report racism against First Nations people with Call It Out, an online register to expose racism. Stand up, be heard, call it out. Go to callitout.com.au. A 3CR supporter. 
3CR is about community and we welcome your participation at the station. 3CR is open to a wide diversity of volunteers and is a great way to connect with Melbourne's activist community. Have you ever thought about volunteering, doing a reception shift, getting a program on air, training in radio skills or contributing to one of the station's committees? There are many ways to be involved at 3CR. To find out more, go to 3cr.org.au and get in touch. Let's listen to Jambula by staff Bendabilili before continuing the interview with Cassie Hames from Sage Automation. Jambula, 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 jambula,
jambula, jambula, jambula, jambula, jambula, jambula, jambula, jambula, jambula, Welcome back to the boldness on 3CR 855 AM. My name is Rafael Caleb and the boldness is having a fascinating conversation with Cassie Hames, a programmer from Sage Automation about the development and trial of an app to assist vision impaired people. Now Cassie is that we've been part of this discussion is that to quickly recap the app notifies people bus drivers to make it easy for people with a vision impairment to be picked up, notifies them when they're going to get off, and it also tells people how many small stops there is and there's a notification, and that would make life much, much easier. Now, very early on in the interview, you mentioned that part of this was initially that holding up a sign saying that you're waiting for a bus or a high visibility vest was one way of doing it. Now, would you can, I don't think that's actually fair. I think it's very kind of like, so it's a fantastic amount of initiative to be able to do that. Now, in the broader context of the community, I honestly don't think that it is fair that people have to go to those sort of links for something which is actually is a public service. Would you like to comment on that? Oh, I 100% agree. Um, you know, catching a bus uh, at the moment for me is, I, I feel uh, humiliated really standing, you know, on the side of the road with a high-vis vest and holding a sign. Um, but, you know, it seems to be the the only way I can almost guarantee that the bus will uh, pull over. Um, still, you know, th- there are times where it, it doesn't happen. Um, you know, it, it happens so often that, that people get left behind and and that's my like goal is to try and you know ensure that um that we're not left behind anymore and that we can catch public transport and to be independent and you know go out and enjoy life oh look is that i'm again i'm 100% um with you on this one with this cassie that a long long time ago i actually used to living out of the head about 30 odd years ago and there is a bus system that is in place, and I think there's only one tram. I think it's the Glenelg tram, and there's a number of trains as well. Buses is, I think, is the main way that people catching public people catching public transport do get around in South Australia, too. 
Yeah, that's right. It, yeah, it's um, yeah. If you're near a train line or a tram line, it's good. But yeah, generally it's a, a bus service, and you know sometimes if you you miss it, you've got to wait an extra hour for the next one to come. Yep, and look, and that's again incredibly frustrating. It's more than frustrating. It's a case of really people not considering about what the needs or the access and inclusion that people with a disability actually need to do things which other people take for granted in the community. And again, that's actually completely unfair. Now, because with public transport, is there any plans to develop the app so it might be able to be used on trams and trains as well as buses? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, but buses are really just, the, I think, the first step um, in the, the whole process um, because this issue isn't just related to buses. You know, the same thing um, applies for, for trams and trains and I'd certainly love to be able to expand uh, the trials to include those to test out uh, the functionality and, and see how that goes. Yeah, because is it, it's a very common way for people to get around everywhere in Melbourne. Now, with enjoying life, if you're being reliant on public transport, how, apart from it, like is it sounds like it's been very, very difficult at the moment to actually find, go to places to en- enjoy yourself more and that is because of the accessibility issue around catching buses everywhere. Now, what are the types of activities that you'd like to enjoy? Uh, for me, I uh, really enjoy playing golf. Um, I also like swimming with sharks, <laughs> um, but that one's a bit harder to get to. Um, yeah, I, I just like, you know, I, I like going for hikes and uh, any anything sporty and I'm there. Yep, and look, and there's a reason that I did ask that question. It's one of the things that quite often people with a disability encounter in the community is the community is not aware that I identify as a person with an invisible disability, that the interest that people with a disability have, well, we like to do things as well as the rest of the community <laughs> does and like playing uh, golf, going for hikes, swimming with sharks, fantastic things to do and have the same opportunities as everyone else does have in the community. Now, okay, moving back towards the app, we've gone through the high visibility Best. We've gone through with Jetsy completely unfair. With the actual app, it's something which you've worked on for over 12 months. What would be the ultimate dream which Cassie would like to see for public transport as far as making it more accessible? Yeah, I mean, ultimate dream. Um, I'd love to 
see it be rolled out across Australia. You know, it, it's one thing to do a trial um, and, and, you know, prove the concept. Um, it, it, you know, it's another thing to get it to ro- get it rolled out across, you know, not just the the bus network, but you know, the public transport network um, in general. Because, yeah, a lot of people are being left behind, and I think that really needs to change. And this app could help do that. It certainly would actually help a lot with a lot of uh, people. Now, how long does the trial actually go for? I think, Cassie, is it a 12-month trial or a six-month trial? Or um, Each state will be different. Um, uh, so for the uh, Adelaide one, actually, I'm not quite sure um, how long that's going for. Um, but, yeah, at the moment, it's just about trying to get it out there. Um, Brisbane will be, I think, for a couple of months, and same with New South Wales as well. And then um, with the iMove grant, um, you know, that will continue the project for another two years, um, which will allow for, yeah, longer trials and hopefully in more states. Yep, certainly. Well, with that, Cassie, I'd like to say thank you very much for your time, for appearing on 3CR 855. I am on the boldness. Much appreciated. Oh, thank you for having me and um, sharing my story. It was an absolute uh, pleasure, Cassie. The boldness wishes you all the best with developing the app and making public transport much more accessible. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. The Boldness will be back on 3CR 8.55am on Wednesday the 30th of August at 6pm. Podcasts of previous shows are available at www.3cr.org.au forward slash boldness. Keep listening to 3CR. Today we have been talking with Cassie Hames, a programmer from Sage Automation, about the trial and development of an app to assist visually impaired people with using public transport. We're going to finish with a song, Imagined City by Star Shadow. Now, Imagine City showcases classical confessional songwriting that takes a rightful place among Australia's preeminent musical storytellers, fans of Sarah Blasco, Courtney Barnett, and the go-betweens will soon fall in love with Star Shadow's music. Star Shadow is an artist from Wild at Heart Community Arts. Let's listen to Star Shadow's song, Imagine City. Thank you very much. Keep listening to 3CR. It had a glimmer Oh, sure The people danced On the ship 
Suffering for their faces that's with grief. 